Looking for a verbal hand job? Yes, 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 yes. Release your frustrations and listen to Blunt Talk on Renegade Talk Radio. Greetings, Renegade Nation. This is Everly Isby, connecting the dots on Renegade Talk Radio. It's Wednesday, October 12th, 2016. Thanks for listening, by the way, and welcome to the show. Today, and well, I don't want to spend too much time on the presidential debate of last Friday, I will say that a part of me needs to vent. Please allow me to do that in these next few minutes. I have a feeling you might just relate. So, I watched the debate at a close friend's home, and my friend actually looks at events like this as entertainment. She can laugh about it in her own wise way, and she called the debate a reality show right after it began, which I totally agreed with her on. So, the debate began, and all present in the living room witnessed the immediate slinging of hash or whatever food group was available. Also, any fecal matter that they could lay their hands on, constantly flinging madly across the stage at each other. We all kind of went aghast, you know, inhaling our breaths in quick bursts like, oh, oh, did he actually, did she actually say, oh, whoa, low blow, those kind of comments, right? It was like watching a, a prize fight with a blind referee. It was out of control, and the moderators were beside themselves. I immediately clued in that we weren't going to see a truly intelligent debate. No, no, we were in for a hate fest. The establishment against the unknown quotient. There will be blood tonight. Blow by blow on the sling fest kind of goes like this. Trump talks trash about women and gropes them without invitation or permission because he's a famous guy and he can get away with it. Aha! <laughs> Hillary's husband Bill rapes women and Hillary enables him by threatening the very women he abuses if they don't like what happened to them and want to go public. Business as usual, ain't it? And then... Hillary's email scandal reared its head. The 33,000 emails that we know of erased from her private, illegal, and unprotected home server as Secretary of State. And ironically, Hillary herself was speaking into the technological war games at play, the international threat of hacking that is attempted every single day against the U.S. government on their vastly protected servers, and goes further admitting to the public about her many travels as Secretary of State or as Senator to countries like China, Russia, the Middle East, and so on, where she and her staff had to leave their technologies in their vehicles with the batteries securely removed. It's so bad. But, but her private unprotected server at home was just fine as she engaged in government and private business both. But, she emphasizes, that at no time was national security threatened. Wow, do you buy that? Although she retracted that decision to have a private server in her home as a mistake, just a simple mistake. Okay, Hillary. Oh, and lest we forget, 
Meanwhile, there is the Clinton Foundation, a charitable affair, which receives money from foreign governments and other moneyed interests internationally to make private deals behind the scenes, above and beyond the national security implications and conflict of interests that her position as Secretary of State dictates. Money laundering and pay-to-play with any number of foreign interests. It's just for starters, folks. But it's all on the up and up. Do you buy it, Renegade Nation? If you do, I'm sure she's got a bridge for sale somewhere that you might be interested in. <laughs> I'm not sure anymore people actually see through this nefarious business. Perhaps they choose to ignore it. I, I don't know, maybe it's just too scary to contemplate. But if they actually do, why do they keep putting these people back into office? Do you see how in your face this is, Renegade Nation? Blatant criminality. And people support this, I guess, because they are that ignorant? So totally unaware? There are many people in this country who honestly think that Donald or Hillary is the answer. They actually do. My jaw actually drops here. Me, Everly Isby. Jaw dropped. <laughs> you know, I don't remember now much about the issues actually covered in the debate. Uh, kind of went in one ear and out the other sometimes. But when they finally got around to answering questions from the moderator, I mean post-Slingfest, I couldn't seriously listen because I've disqualified both of them already. Although Trump could potentially have some qualities as a successful businessman, but he has also shown his support for the Zionist criminal syndicate that are very powerful within our agencies of government. Let me clarify, the infiltration of our government is what I mean. No reflection on the Hebrew religion because this is not about religion at all. Zionism is a purely political beast that controls Israel, backed by the Rothschild factions, and part and parcel to the criminal syndicate that is raping, pillaging, and plundering our world for so many generations. So that that is what I'm most critical of Trump on. Hillary, though. Hillary is a pathological liar with a track record of unethical and criminal behavior that goes back her entire career, along with her hubby Bill, her first job out of law school was on the Senate Investigation Committee on Watergate back in the early 70s. The senator heading the investigation fired Hillary, stating that he could not work with someone who was so unethical. He said unequivocally that she was a liar. So I've disqualified them both in my estimation of who would make a good president. You know, there are people out there who would be excellent but they wouldn't want the job because they see the system in toto as so corrupt that they couldn't function and accomplish any true constructive agenda. In general, getting back to the debate, I did perk up my ears when the question of the Syrian conflict came up. Hillary framed her answer in such an untrue way, speaking of the Assad regime as a major problem and denigrating Russia's aggression in the region. Outright lies and distortions. I mean, I quietly 
experienced a conniption fit. Oh, so quietly so as not to disturb the others watching with me. But I have to say that most people are barely aware of the conflict in Syria and how very important it is on the world stage and the implications at play, which I will speak into later in the show. Bottom line, the election process is a farce, ladies and gentlemen. It's a distraction. Bread and circuses, don't you know? You do see this, don't you? Does this not resonate with you, Renegade Nation? This entire weekend, if you followed mainstream media, which I don't, I just allowed myself to witness this abomination called a presidential debate, but tell me if I'm wrong. I'd wager money without even knowing for sure. But I believe that the prostitute media all weekend long was dominated by the nasty locker room talk by Trump 11 years ago. All for your entertainment and education. So let me ask you, who is worse? Are either one of them better on any level? Forget about it. No nutritional value here, my friends. Because this is the truth, Renegade Nation, at least the is-be truth. In reality, whoever takes the office of the President of the United States is not able to be concerned about the interests of the people living in the states of America, whether you accept that truth or not. It's a conflict of interest. The President of the United States incorporated answers to his or her international handlers, not the interests of America and its people. They represent the stockholders of the corporation, period. It's been that way for a very long time, and it's a situation that's gone so very downhill that people who have put their trust in this setup, thinking that, well, they'll take care of us, that's why we elect them, are missing a major point while they snooze away. The most powerful thing that people could do right now is boycott en masse the election. Just boycott it. That's what I wish the people would do. That would have a very big impact. But they won't because they've been so polarized by absolute bullshit they can't see straight. It's Islam versus Christianity, black versus white, rich versus poor, male versus female, violence, death, and destruction. It's all designed to make you feel powerless, fearful, and distrustful. That's what polarized thinking creates. That's the diet you get when you watch mainstream media. Whatever important challenges and issues facing us as a people will not be addressed from the federal and most importantly from the mouth speak of the controlled mainstream media. They mold public opinion in a black and white way. While reality is mostly in the gray spectrum, you know, with lots of perspectives to consider on any one issue, but that's not the conversation you'll actually ever receive from mainstream media and certainly not from the federal corporation loosely called government. The people are righteously angry at the state of things and those that think Hillary will represent them and the interests of this country and those who think Trump will actually be able to turn things around, this corporate conglomerate nightmare? Please, it's a much bigger beast than Donald can possibly dismantle. And Hillary will only continue feeding the beast. Stop being deluded, renegade nation. I can't fathom how people don't see through this masquerade. But they don't. <laughs>
Okay, I'm taking a break here, Renegade Nation. When I come back, I'm going to talk about the new batch of WikiLeaks WikiLeaks, uh, excerpts from Hillary's private speeches to Wall Street. I should say that again, private speeches to Wall Street, for starters. Uh, Before I break through, I want to ask you, are you looking to enhance your love life? Click on Renegade's, Renegade's link to Adam and Eve. Here's the deal. You get 50% off any item, three free DVDs, free shipping, and a free gift from Renegade Talk Radio. When you go to the checkout, just put in the offer code, BABE69. (laughs) This is Everly Connecting the Dots on Renegade Talk Radio. Be right back. Fellas, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration, plus a free extra gift so sensual we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type BABE69 for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code BABE69 at adamandeve.com. We don't sugarcoat shit. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Hello, Renegade Nation. This is Everly once again, connecting the dots on Renegade Talk Radio. I'm still slightly on the debate, but more about what was going on around it last Friday. Here's an example of the focused distraction that was this last debate. Donald Trump's inappropriate 11-year-old comments managed to surface on Friday afternoon right before the debate. This was the focus of the media, meanwhile. Meanwhile, WikiLeaks actually had dropped a new batch of Hillary Clinton documents, including excerpts from her secret speeches she gave to the Wall Street big shots, the stuff Hillary would not divulge to the public. But all mainstream media focused on was that Trump said in a private conversation over a decade ago, which is a clear demonstration of mainstream media bias. Yes, that unbiased mainstream media. (laughs) Do I like what Trump said and how he said it? No. It only verifies to me that he is a man of arrogance and disrespectful attitudes at times. That's a common enough attitude in the world of finance, big business, and politics. You can't get to those levels without a big ego. And I would say that can easily describe Trump. So, anyway, I'm getting... I'm going to get to the Clinton excerpts in a minute here, but to preface, I think it's important to talk about the TTIP and the TPP trade agreements because this all ties together. So... During the debate, the issue of the trade agreements came up. And let me summarize in advance here what those trade agreements are all about. It's the total privatization and commodification of public services. 
Unfortunately, once something is privatized, it becomes very difficult to ever get it back into the public's hands. These treaties promise to cement massive control in the hands of the international corporatocracy, disempowering sovereign states, and preventing governments from setting laws, regulations, and policy to protect their nations, markets, and people. The aim of these treaties is to open up markets for multinational corporations to exploit new labor and consumer markets with less governmental regulation than before. These treaties give the corporatocracy the power to force down wages. You may not like tyrannical governments, but tyrannical corporations are even worse. Private corporations answer to no one except their shareholders no liability for their actions, and their quest for profits. That's it in a nutshell. That's what these trade agreements are about. So, back to the debate. Hillary said she initially was for the trade agreements, but is now against it, although she didn't explain why she changed her support on it. Trump, thankfully, is against them. But what was in the WikiLeaks documents of excerpts from her secret speeches to Wall Street? Why wasn't the talk by mainstream media all weekend long? This wasn't in. You know, mainstream just did not talk about this stuff. They, they, they didn't cover that. They just talked about Trump's, you know, Trump's Trump's crap. So, but this came out around the same time. So, uh, here, here we go. The transcripts reveal exactly what Clinton thinks about key issues when she's not on tape. Clinton proudly declared the Wall Street robber barons to have been part of her constituency when she was senator from New York. Here's a Hillary quote. I represented them and did all I could to make sure they continued to prosper, she claimed. <sighs> yeah, Wall Street prospers while the rest of the country falls apart. What does that tell you? As we all know, politicians always say what the American public wants to hear, and then they do the exact opposite when they take office. Remember, remember this one, okay? Hope and change? <laughs> well, the Obama administration did give hope and change to Wall Street and the military-industrial complex and accelerated the ongoing agendas of all previous administrations before him, whether Republican or Democrat, to where an ever-growing segment of the population is suffering more and more. So, Hillary is now against the trade agreements? Not on your life. You think she's going to turn her back on her financial supporters on Wall Street and the banking elite? Think again, renegade nation. Hillary is a consummate actress. She makes it easy to believe her blatant lies. Okay, see, what else did she say? Okay, here's a quote. Hillary quote, My dream is a hemispheric common market with open trade and open borders sometime in the future with energy that is as green and sustainable as we can get it powering growth and opportunity for every person in the hemisphere <laughs> and here's a further quote on the same subject we have to resist protectionism other kinds of barriers to market access and to trade unquote in a nutshell that's her clear support for the TTIP and the TPP trade agreements. And the growth and opportunity she speaks of? 
not the people's. Clinton, who made more than $200 million delivering these speeches, despite her claims to suddenly be against the globalist trade deals, don't believe it, not for a second, renegade nation. (laughs) One thing is becoming clear, and of which we can all be happy about, is that these trade agreements are quickly dying on the vine, which is a huge relief. The Asian countries involved in the TPP, I think, are going to walk away in the end. That is, if they can. I suppose it depends on how much they're being pressured or threatened by the U.S.'s long-utilized tactics, as in economic hitman agendas. For example, Brazil's president, Dilma Rousseff, has just been thrown out of office and replaced by a longtime U.S. puppet. That's an attack against the BRICS alliance, but I digress. But but that is part of the whole picture. Getting back to the uh, trade agreements, recently and surprisingly, Vietnam refused to ratify the TPP. Also in Germany, regarding the TTIP, literally hundreds of thousands of people protested the European trade agreement in Germany. The French government has opposed the deal. Uh, French Prime Minister Manuel Valls demanded a finish to the talks. And German Vice Chancellor and Economic Minister Sigmar Gabriel revealed that TTIP negotiations had basically failed. And here's a direct quote from him. In my opinion, the negotiations with the United States have de facto failed, even though nobody's really admitting it. Europeans must not give in to the Americans' demands. Unquote. TISA, TISA, TTIP, and TPP. Boy, it's hard to put those things together real quick. Say that three times real fast. Uh, these trade agreements represent nothing less than economic warfare by the banking elite in the U.S. and Europe against the BRICS alliance. And the plan is obvious, renegade nation. Isolate, ostracize, and weaken any nation who dares to challenge U.S. supremacy. The trade agreements are part and parcel of the so-called New World Order of the Western world. The criminal syndicate that put this crap together is very much an Anglo-American Zionist-dominated agenda. It's all about the push towards global governance or world government by centralizing power in every area of life, political, military, educational, financial, and more. Then we look at the military-industrial complex arm of the criminal syndicate controlling the military and NATO. Here's the bird's eye view. As simply as I can express it, of the West's warmongering in so many countries today, this is a big picture in connecting the docks, renegade nation, and I hope this is, I hope it's simple enough. Please bear with me, okay? I'm gonna run through this as quickly as I can. Uh, Let's start with the Ukraine. Now, the U.S. spent $5 billion to overthrow the government in the Ukraine back in 2014 and installed a Nazi regime. That was a frontal attack on Russia and its trade with Europe by strangling its gas pipeline that went through the Ukraine into Europe. It's also an attack on the new Silk Road infrastructure plans that China began years ago as well to integrate all of Eurasia and beyond in a win-win coalition of infrastructure building, economic growth, and general stability through um, a new financial system outside the West's central banking criminal 
system. Uh, okay, so that's the Ukraine. Next, let's look at Turkey. Turkey has been a very important ally to the West's game plan strategies to thwart the BRICS initiatives. Turkey is, of course, part of NATO, but Turkey's President Erdogan just signed the deal just the other day with Russia on the Turkish Stream gas pipeline, another Silk Road route to get gas to Europe from Russia through Turkey. As I said, the Ukraine's pipeline has been strangled to a much lower capacity by the U.S.'s agenda for that pipeline route. So Russia turned to their old historical trade partner, Turkey, and is taking the pipeline through there. Now, I don't know how Erdogan will handle this NATO alliance he's in. I mean, he's got to be yeah, tiptoeing around big time. But by signing this agreement with Russia, it, I think that pretty much tips the hat where Turkey is going. But that's also why the U.S. has been destroying the Middle East in all of those various countries that have been so far demolished. Strategically, the U.S.-NATO agenda is to put a major kibosh on the Silk Road routes, which are far-encompassing that Russia and China have been negotiating, building over time, redeveloping very old historical alliances that were disrupted way back in the past world wars, uh, which, you know, the result of the world wars, it redrew all these borders and political ties of the past. And it's the self-same self Zionist controllers who destabilized much of the Eurasian regions those many years ago. They're still at play here. This is their end game, right? The BRICS alliance is standing in their way. So the BRICS alliance will bring Europe and Asia back together. Uh, but it goes beyond Eurasia as well, as I said. Remember, uh, of the founding members, there's also India, Brazil, and South Africa. Uh, but there are many more nations aligning all the time, including Great Britain, which is why they recently voted to Brexit from the EU. Okay, um, let's see. Oh, I have to go into Syria. Mm, yeah, very important, Syria. <laughs> Syria is very much an ally in the Silk Road infrastructure being established. It's another direct threat to the U.S. Western dominance. That's why the uh, U.S. has lied about wanting to work with Russia to eradicate terrorism in Syria and broke the ceasefire there last month. The United States apparently is not capable of honoring their signature. Their true agenda is, and has always been, to topple Assad's regime, put in a U.S. puppet, and further grow the terrorist factions they've been funding and coordinating throughout the Mideast, so that down the road here they can push farther into Russia and China and foment terrorism and war there. If the U.S. can accomplish this mission, the BRICS alliance will not be able to implement the integration of Eurasia, which, by the way, benefits two-thirds of the world's population, economy, and trade. <laughs> Man, they got balls. The BRICS integration of Eurasia easily surpasses the U.S.'s agenda of world domination just by GDP alone. And the aggressor? The U.S., which has been the true warmonger, is all the while painting Russia, particularly, but also China, as the bad boys on the block. Does that make sense to you, Renegade Nation? 
It's the only thing that makes any sense to me. That looks like the game plan and the strategy that's been in play for a long time. And that's why the U.S. is acting so unpredictable and aggressive and antagonistic and provocative. Uh, beyond all reason. And I know I'm going overboard here, but I'm just trying to paint uh, the big picture enough so that we're not just focusing on one thing. I, I, you know, I'm trying to take it more out into a bird's eye view of the situation on the world stage because it helps keep our heads on straight because these are really trying times, you know? So the more we can get it, we won't be confused. So that's it in a nutshell. And again, I apologize if your eyes are glazing over now, <laughs> Renegade Nation, but this is the world war that has not been officially declared as of yet, but it is in full action as we speak. The U.S.'s aggressions, if not thwarted, will potentially lead us into a literal world war, World War III, in confrontation with Russia and China. Although Russia and China are not knee-jerk reacting to the provocations constantly being hurled in their direction by the U.S., they're remaining in a calm stance. Uh, they do know the score. And as I said before, it explains why everything is so wacky. The U.S. is in full throttle to stop this new financial economic system because they refuse to see that the world does not want to continue in the old reality. The criminal faction which is infiltrated throughout the U.S. and Europe by the bankster consortiums, consortiums that own the government structures of the West, it's fighting for its life, and it has no moral or ethical qualms of destroying anything or anyone who stands in their way to maintain and grow global dominance and control. It's a pathological obsession which has been pulling us, all of us down for its own self-interests. They have no respect for humanity in general. We are less than, less than livestock to them, as they are the self-claimed descendants of the gods from ancient times. <laughs> How sick is that, renegade nation? <laughs> well, my friends, I am signing off here. I hope you found this information of value and maybe help clarify the insanity of this current period we're walking through? I truly do. If we're all on the same page of reality, we'd be better prepared to assess where we stand. I'll be back soon, connecting the dots. Oh, and Renegade Nation, have you checked out Renegade Match yet? It's the best new dating out there. Renegade Match has live chat webcam, text, voice, and video. If you're looking for your next love, perhaps friend with benefits, a long-term relationship, or you're looking for that special someone to marry, go and check out Renegade Match at renegadematch.com. This is Everly Isby on Renegade Talk Radio. Ciao and arrivederci, my friends.